what do you do when you go, excuse me, miss? Uh, that's John Keegan. Excuse me, miss. And she says, I'm in a big rush. And the guy's like, oh, shit. Well, I've seen that 4,000 times before because if a woman's going somewhere, she's going somewhere. So very likely she's going to go somewhere. So I'm not surprised when she says, I've got to go or any variation upon that. So I have something to say then. I know what to say then. What do you say? Stop. No, no, don't. No, stay, stay here because I want to I wanna talk to you and I've just got my, I'm ready to do my pickup now. <laughs> Tried that. <laughs> Doesn't work. So what do you do? Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine, feminine, dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. I've got a simple question. Yeah. We were talking to some last night about, like, I guess I hear a lot about how there are no lines and there's no specific things to say, but we're yeah. talking a little bit about approaching on the- And I gave you some lines. Having some lines. And I was wondering if you speak on that a little bit because I feel like sometimes the mind runs a blank and actually having a few of those things is the difference between actually going over there and starting the conversation. Yeah. Because you got something to open with. Yeah, sure. And then maybe something to lead with. You know, after you, maybe you start walking, what's the next kind of, what are some other things, you know, just some crutches- to get things started with, you know, like a little uh, ether on the engine starter show. Well, look, I can, I mean, I can give you lots of lines, but I'd rather give you a, a story, which is like, what is, the, what is the potential love story that's about to happen when you meet a stranger, All right? So what is it that I need to do in order to go from a complete stranger to this person possibly wanting to see me again? And there is a, there is a narrative arc. There are, I mean, there are infinite numbers of narrative arcs, but there's, there's common ones that we can move through. So the first one is that I'm, and there will be lines and, you know, things to say that are attached to each one of those, like, let's say story beats, but I don't want you to get too caught up on those particular lines because then guys become, you know, natural inspired scripts, which, which tends to be something that comes across very robotically. And then people see that as the answer. Like they see that the, they're looking for, they're looking for the lines when really it's the underlying story arc that's important. What's what's a what's a shitty story? What's a shitty love story that could or not love story that could happen? What's the what's the narrative? It starts with some thoughts about women or about myself, like projecting into the future. Okay, so there she is over there. Before I was aware of this thing of normal men approaching strangers, I didn't feel any of the approach anxiety. I just felt kind of sad. You know, well, like, okay, th- that person's never going to come into my life. But now I have that in my mind that this is a potential possibility. So I can run a story in my head, which is like, this is a, an other, this is a separate, completely separate thing to me. It's an object. And I need to go and do some things and say some things to unlock this object, right? So what, So I, do I have a cool line to say? Or I, and, and I'm projecting that this object over here is probably not going to want to engage with me. Right, so that's that's the start of a shitty story. What would be a better way to start that story? Something that's simple and achievable, right? Because if I project to I'm a boss and I'm going to nail this girl and her sister and you know women love me and all that, like my subconscious is possibly going to fight against that. What's something I know I can probably achieve? I want to know this In what capacity? I mean, maybe not at a deep. Oh, yeah. I want to actually meet this person. I want to see this person. Right. So that is the first thing. That, that's, that's the beginning of our story. So therefore, you know, we were talking about the mechanics of, 
approaching a woman who's walking towards you. Okay, so I, I have a method, right? The girl's walking. Do you want to – may as well show you, right? Um, yeah, we'll do it. Like, you're walking towards me, so you don't know me. You're walking along. Mm, no. <laughs> I mean, I can, but then it's uh, – I don't want to. <laughs> so just listen carefully. So back up a bit. Hand goes out. Sorry, pause right here. Right, so it's slow motion, the hand goes out, this is the Jedi stop. So inevitably the person looks and then looks up at me, right? And then what am I doing? That's the one. I'm going to do a smile, one of my five smiles that I do in a day. I'm saving and saving it off. Hold that. They hurt. All right, they see me and then I slide in and I drop my hand, right? That's technically, I think, the best way to, to approach a woman who's walking towards you. Okay, do you want to see it one more time? I mean, it's, it's pretty... Uh, we'll do, we'll, okay, we'll do a couple of, we'll matrix it around. All right, you're a hot chick walking. Hey, just hang on, hot chick, just. We don't. <laughs> All right, now you're walking along. All right, so well, I'll show you what not to do. All right, walk past me, you don't know me. Why are you looking? You don't know me. Okay, you're, you're doing your thing, being a sexy girl. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then I'm like, oh, hey. All right. Hello. <laughs> All right, okay, so, you know, that's the technical way to stop a girl who's coming towards you. But what's really important is what is my intention in that moment, right? What is the story that I wish to start, which is like, I'm curious, I'm friendly, and uh, I'm going to say hi. And there's all sorts of ways, of, you know, that I might say that. Excuse me, I just saw you from over there. You just have to stop, whoa, before you go, and any other variation on hello. So, well, one is going to, you know, make a decision in the, in the first seconds about whether she wants to continue this. And it won't be based on the cool line that I that I had prepared, right? It's going to be based on the intention, on the vibe, on the, the general energetic resonance of what's happened and, you know, whether she likes the look at me and she thinks that my shirt's cool or whatever. But she's going to be making that based on a, on a subconscious read, all right? So that's what I want to keep in mind is that, okay, essentially in the initial moments, I'm pulsing warmth and friendliness. I'm giving actually, right? Because I am a... Wealthy prince moving through my lands and I have a sack of coins and I am flicking them to the peasants. <laughs> and for you, sir. Uh, and if you choose to pick it up, then you can take it. And if you choose to let it drop on the ground, well, that's also fine because I have got a big sack of coins here. So from that moment, where, where should the sh story shift? Because I can go, whoa, stop, rad shoes. And now I've shifted into the wrong story, which is what? The man who is interested in shoes. Now, anyone ever done that? Like bolted down the street, gone and done a full Sasha Day game, stop and going, stop. I just had to come over here and said, the hem on that dress is understated, but delightful. <laughs> so that's the story where we are hiding our intention here, right? And any variation upon that, which we've all done. And I mean, we have to do in certain circumstances and, uh, most nice recovering nice guys know this well, right? Which is where I now sh shield my desire. Now I can blame it on my anxiety. I can blame it on society. I can, you know, extrapolate a map around that, but it's better to just recognize that there are directions of where this potential love story can go and which crossroad am I choosing to take? So generally I want to let the woman know why I'm there which is not actually that I want to fuck her yet. You know, it's, not, it's not actual sexual intent yet because 
sure, I can desire a stranger from a distance and, you know, wish to have sex with that, like, basically object. But, you know, I have these five intents that we, that we tend to shift through, and this is the kind of the, the underlying narrative from which the words and the actions will come out of. The first one being that I wish to meet or know you or see you, right? How do you look? What's a good way to look someone in the eye? Yeah, so don't die between eyes, yeah. And anyone who's gone to like lots of self-development-y types of things, like sometimes I meet those, those guys lesser than these days, but well, I'll come up and shake your hand and like stare in your eyes for a long time. But they're not, but they don't see you really. They're just like boring because they're like having told eye contact is creates rapport. Why do you look nervous? <laughs> <laughs> Although I have had some tantra dudes say, I can't remember which one. One of them was, one of them looks into the something, one of them, look, just look in one eye. <laughs> I mean, we all see out of both of them, I think. So. And there are no silly questions and thank you for it because it gave me a chance to do a joke. There's quality of eye contact because, yeah, I can stare and I can do this, you know, I mean, I try to whenever I'm speaking to a group, try and touch base with most people. If I don't gaze at you longingly, please don't be offended. But there's a sense that, like, that I actually want to see you, right? Underneath your clothes, your race, your looks, your whatever else, I want to see the human in you. And these days, I'm an old, oldish man now, and I don't have time for superficial connections. Although I can, you can have, I can have small talk. I can be talking to someone about the weather, actually, because I do in Portugal. People talk about the weather a lot. It was Jovia, it was raining, and then it was sunny. And then there'll be rain again. And I quite like those conversations because they can be actually real because we see each other, right? It's, it's kind of superfluous what we're actually talking about. And, uh, you know, when I, I talk about my five principles, the first one being an awareness, right? Why do we need, and we've all heard these buzzwords, presence, awareness, being the now, the power of now, you know, like to the point where they lose meaning, right? So let's have a think about what, well, tell me what that does it actually mean to be present, to be in the now. Because you're always in the now in some, I mean, we're, we're here. About what might be or what has happened. Stop running scripts. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the mind talking to ourselves, giving ourselves some commentary pretty much all the time. And, my, and I love it when I talk to clients who so they're like, I'm actually like a really analytical kind of guy. And, I, you know, I really I tend to overthink things. And I'm like, write down all the thoughts you're having and I guarantee that they're not as they're pretty much this I'm going to stand up now now I'm going to look over here am I a bit hungry no I already ate so I'm not hungry I'm just a bit bored so maybe I'll walk over here right now is that person looking at me no they're not looking at me like it's just this boring running commentary we're just kind of <laughs> this boring movie like some art house you know Swedish movie or something just telling ourselves what we're doing Sometimes we need to be able to think. It's good that we can. We can problem solve. We can uh, nut through things. We can write poetry. We can, you know, imagine things. It's all sorts of cool shit you can do with thoughts. Good thing we have them. But especially in the context of seduction or the interplay with man-woman, uh, most of your thoughts are dog shit useless. Mine are too, right? Even though I, I, I have all the theory in my head and I, and I have all – and I can – engineer kind of endless lines right for for different situations because i've improvised and riffed and i've been in all of those situations before right so what do you do when you go excuse me miss and she says i'm in a big rush and the guy's like oh shit well i've seen that four thousand times before because if a woman's going somewhere she's going somewhere so very likely she's going to go somewhere 
So I'm not surprised when she says, I've got to go or any variation upon that. So I have something to say then. I know what to say then. What do you say? Stop. No, no, don't. No, stay, stay here because I want to I wanna talk to you and I've just got my, I'm ready to do my pickup now. Tried that. Doesn't work. So what do you do? Is the dog with you? Yes. Forever? For a minute. For two minutes. <laughs> and then you're telling her that you're going to disappear. Just tell her. Yeah, right idea. Yes. Yes. And by trial and error, I figured out that I was like, if I said, there is no shame in, thing, in gravity. Oh, well, in that case, I don't want to hold you up. Let's walk a minute. And off we go. And I, and I do it with that, like I'm, I'm ready for that to happen as opposed to, oh, well, because you know what's, what makes a man sexy? There's a few things, but there's one I got in my head, which you won't guess because I just pulled past that. Persistence. Uh, no, it's solving little problems as they arise, right? Now, persistence could be, if I just said that, then it could be like, I'm going to go and stop this girl and I'm doing my thing, right? Excuse me, stop. She's like, I'm in a big rush. Ah, before, hang on a minute. That's persistence without calibration, right? That's not, that's without empathy. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. So the ability to solve, you know, logistical problems, emotional issues, uh, things with timing, the fact that the problem is that you are two strangers and what happens when two strangers meet, they feel awkward and awkwardness is what? It is a discomfort where it's two people pretending that trying to act not awkward whilst feeling awkward. Tends to be. You know, if two hypothetical total mess dorks came and said, hey, I feel really awkward, and then she's like, me too, then we don't actually, it's just cute. I'd like that. I'd like to say that. Then it's actually not awkward. It's, it's something we've actually resolved that pressure to some degree as long as we then move it somewhere, right? Because in this hypothetical, if you say, oh, I feel awkward, and she says, I too, I also, and then we stay there, the pressure will release and the pressure will rise again because we've said it, we've let it out, and now we haven't solved it, right? Now, I'm not saying this is a seduction technique, but I have, for guys that are particularly nervous, right, when they're first starting out, I had a, a client last week, yes, in New York, it was last week, yeah, uh, his father made him come. He was 17. I don't know if that's legal for me to do that, but I did. I taught him. I just taught him. I didn't, didn't touch him. Um, that's legal. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, this kid didn't really know what he like. He didn't. He'd never heard of me. His father had been watching me for years and was living vicariously through the son, and, and thought it was a good idea to to like send the seventeen year old very dorky kid to James Marshall in Manhattan from Ohio and dump him there and go teach my son. I'm like, fuck. What is, what is my life? What is like one week I'm teaching a man to flog women. And then the next one, I'm here with this 17-year-old kid trying to go, all right, dude, let's try it. Um, and so he wasn't psychologically prepared for this in any way, and he was fucking terrified, understandably. And so, you know, I tried to do the normal thing with him, like, okay, well, let's start with some warm-ups and let's, uh, you know, get you understanding preframes and let's work with some direct openers and so on. And it was just not happening. He was just like, 
oh boy. <laughs> and you know, New York women can be pretty, you know, they're like, get the fuck out of here. And I was just like, oh, what the fuck? So, you know, they, uh, I like New York because it gives you extremely direct feedback, right? Like no one's pleasant, pleasantly going to try and make your day better. They'll just tell you their, their, their truth in any given moment. So I said to him, all right, let's just try this. Go over and say something along these lines. Hi, I'm, and I've never really talked to any women before, and this is really scary for me, but I have got to start soon. So do you want to chat for a minute? Uh, that is not seductive, right? It's not, it's not something that I would recommend to anyone else. Well, well uh, there's certain situations where you, we just have to call out the fact, right? Because other, but otherwise we have this crippling mask that we have to hold up, which is fooling nobody, right? So in a situation like that, he, he went and said that, and then some of the girls were like, what the fuck? And, other, and others were like, oh, okay, well, I'm Sarah, and what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, my dad made me come, that man, please. I've got a microphone on. No, no, no more truth. Stop. And I'm just there like. I've only been busted on the mics like three times. It's, it's always amusing because like suddenly the girl looks over at you, and I'm just like with the headphones, and I'm like. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm interested in the architecture more than usual. So, you know, the key in that, because if you'd just gone up and said, hey, I've never talked to girls, this is really scary, that releases some of the pressure, but it doesn't create a solution, right? So, even, especially when you don't know what you're fucking doing, you still have to create solutions. The solution was, and therefore, you know, can we have a chat because this is difficult for me, right? I've had that at points where uh, I've been overwhelmed with a woman and I've said, I actually, my heart rate is like beating. Look, give me a hand. Would you put the hand on the heart? That's that's a s sneaky move, right? Look what you've done to me, all right? So we need to like move this on to something. I'm just gonna go with what was your first pet like, all right? The the resolution is that I'm moving it somewhere. I call it out and then I move it somewhere, all right? I had it reminds me I had one client who was a virgin, not one, many, but this one particularly. And one day he got to have sex with a girl. There's my story. No. The, the, yes, he did get to have sex with a girl. And he was in the bedroom with her. She was, you know, more experienced in the sense that she'd had sex before. And he was fumbling around with the bra, right? And then at some point she just went, stop. You've never done this before, have you? And you know what this baller said? He said, no, I haven't, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> As I was sitting there with the headphones on. <laughs> For me? Oh. Actually, that, okay, you want to, I'll tell you another story. With, with no teaching value in it at all. <laughs> so, at one point when I really needed the money, I had this client who kept getting on, he was, he was really good at cold approach, really charming, and every date ended with nothing. Right, so he was just like had, had all the dates were failures. So he pleaded with me to shadow him on his dates. Right, and at the time I needed the money, so I'm like, oh, fuck it. So what this involved was him mic'd up, and I would have to go to the bar and have headphones in, and I pretend and I put a hoodie on and pretended that I was a rapper writing rhymes. All right, that was my that was my cover. So I'd be there like, I'd be there. When really I'm listening to an awkward date writing notes of like, stop dropping names. I can see why this isn't working. Anyway, so I figured out what, what, what the issue was after a couple of these. 
And so, I think the third or fourth time we did it, the date went really well. And so, they left the venue together. And so, I got to hail a taxi and say these words, follow that car. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yep, I'm kind of James Bond now. Very much sleazy James Bond. And literally tailed them to, this is really creepy, tailed them to his house. And then as they got inside and I hear them talking and getting the glass of wine and stuff, I'm thinking, he's wearing a wire. And soon there will be nakedness. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to the ending of this episode. And so what he did was they get in the bedroom and I can hear them mic ruffling and them starting to make out. And then he goes, hey, listen, um, you know, I really like you, but... uh, I like to take things a little bit slowly. And she's like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, like, it'd be good if like, you know, it's first date, so I think it's probably better if I get your cab home. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.